0: Welcome back to the Two Pointers Podcast. I'm Trevor Everett, and this one's going to be spicy, as you see on YouTube or in the title, Hot Takes. Today is going to be me reacting to you guys' hot takes and your NBA unpopular opinions. I tried my best to ask for this season, um, but I'm looking forward to talking about those. We've got about 10 to 15 of them. A lot of them are similar. We'll fast-fire through some of them, but looking forward to talking about those. A couple of things I want to address. Thank you for all the support over the last week and a half. Um, had the best, most... Awesome month ever with you guys coming back, as well as NBA season getting more exciting. NCAA's cranking up into conference play. Um, for all the new listeners that I've seen in the last week, I appreciate you. Thank you. Welcome. Uh, don't forget to hit like, comment, subscribe, whatever platform you're on. Uh, I also want to address last week with the audio issues of Trivia Showdown. Thank you to Julian and Caleb for coming on and doing that. It was a lot of fun. Caleb got that dub. If you haven't seen it already, go watch how he did it. But uh, I am also wanted to address the audio issues last week. Thank you for all the support on that they're going to happen. But uh, as of right now, I have upgraded. These are XLR mics now, as well as a XLR input. Shout out to my friend, Justin, for the Focusrite help. But this is going to be so awesome. So let me know when you hear this, uh, the comments down below, what this sounds like. Tell me if it's better. Tell me if it's worse. Obviously, hopefully it's better. It's better quality. It's professional studio quality mics. So, uh, I'm looking forward to bringing the better quality content to you guys. Obviously, all it means to me is just continue to support, and I will continue to improve this show. So, um, we are going to go ahead and get started without further ado. uh, Let me know your hot takes in the comments below. I'd love to hear them, even after the fact. Uh, Let me know your thoughts on some of these as well. But uh, I'm looking forward to discussing these. Some of these are awesome. I'm going to react to them, kind of get where we are in the current NBA storylines, and then we've got a really cool interview next week uh, to bring you about a really hot team right now in the NBA. So... Without further ado, we're going to start with uh, a good friend of the show, uh, my buddy Ryan Hammer. Shout out, Ryan, for this. Um, Shout out to your Terps, by the way. They are just crushing it in uh, college basketball. Um, But he dropped the first one on Twitter whenever I put this tweet out, at Two Pointers on Twitter. It'll also be right here on the screen. But he said, I don't know why it's an unpopular opinion, but Kate Cunningham is a future MVP, and I will die on that hill until it's gone. Four likes on that, so obviously somebody supports it. But... I'm gonna talk about this because I haven't really opened up this can of worms. Yes, I did have Cade Cunningham as my number one prospect in that draft. I was very, very lenient on it being Evan Mobley and Cade, and it came down to the final weekend. That's not a joke for you draft sickos out there. It literally came down to the weekend before the draft where I made the final decision what Cade could be as a player and why I vowed it I've evowed him, excuse me, at number one. But with Evan Mobley and that Cade Cunningham comparison, I don't see Mobley as an MVP, so that's kind of the tier that we're in and why there's a difference with some of these guys. I'm gonna say that I disagree with the fact that he'll be an MVP because I think that's really, really hard to do, but I do think he's a caliber player that can be the the leader in a guard role on a championship team. Do I think he can be the best player on a championship team? No, Ryan and I can discuss that. Ryan, if you want to come on uh, and, uh, and debate that with me, I'd love to hear it. I think Kate's talented though. I think he's very, very good Obviously, we've seen a struggling situation so far with a lot of young guys and some injuries from his part, so it's so, so, so early, of course, nothing's written out. I'm not jumping ahead and I'm saying he's a bust, but what I am saying is that I do think that he can be the best player on our championship team as a guard, maybe like the leader, the ball handler. I don't necessarily think he can be the guy that single-handedly wins you a championship a la like a Jason Tatum or Steph Curry or LeBron or somebody of that nature, which Look, MVP—that's a completely different conversation than what the championship caliber part of it is. I know you can win MVP, a la 2017 Russell Westbrook. Obviously, he deserved it that year, but didn't win a championship. Just as an idea, but Kate Cunningham is a future MVP. I disagree, but obviously, the—I'm the, not saying he can't. It's—it's it's such a double-edged sword with these guys are so early in the in the NBA and their careers, which is why I support Ryan on his on his zealousness of this take because he needs to stay on that hill and die on it. Because guess what? You've got plenty, plenty of time of that take to, to play out, my man. So um, I do like the hot take, though. I look forward to it. So the next one we're moving on, uh, shout out to Riv. Riv, my man, from Pick Aside Side Podcast. Uh, talked to him and Ryan on a live recently. Riv's a good dude uh, in the hoop space. Definitely knowledgeable of his college hoops, too. He said the Warriors are still going to the Western Conference Finals. Now, I'm going to bring this one up, and I'm also going to address a couple that are related to it that have uh, were in the TikTok comments. Shout-out to the TikTok comments. Uh, but there are a couple here that I want to address around the Warriors. Uh, Nuke Mallman in the comments on TikTok said that the Warriors will make the finals. Uh, so that is another one in the TikTok comments that I wanted to address that goes along with Rivs. Do I think the Warriors are going to make the Western Conference Finals or the finals? Well, this is obviously, there's still, you know, 60-plus games left. Obviously, the NBA season just hit the 20 mark. I, this is where I've got to be really careful because, obviously, this may come back to haunt me. But, no, I do not think they're going to make the Western Conference Finals or Finals. I do think that a Phoenix Suns team will beat them in a series. I do think that a really healthy Nuggets team can beat them in a series. I do think that the Clippers, if they keep Kawhi and Paul George in a full healthy series throughout the You know, remainder of the year and into the playoffs, I do think they can beat them. Now, right now, a lot of things can change. But as of the way this team's constructed, the way they're playing Jordan Poole off the bench, according to Jordan Poole, um, when he's on the floor and Steph's not, they play him like Steph Curry, according to him. But uh, obviously, that is something to take with a grain of salt. But I do think that they are defending the second unit really well. Teams are coming into these games with better film, better ideas of how to play against these guys. Obviously, when you win the championship, you're going to have this pedigree. They've got the dynasty pedigree aside regardless, but uh, with the Warriors going to the Western Conference Finals, I, I don't necessarily agree only because I think the West at the top is very, very good. And are, and I do think there are teams better than them, regardless of them kind of shaking off the rust from the Draymond Green and Jordan Poole fight at the beginning of the year. I do think a lot of that's kind of moved on. Um, you can see they're struggling on the road. They're like 2-12 and 12 on the road uh, this year, which is just not good, unfortunately. So I do think that the Warriors can make the Western Conference Finals or the finals, but I do not think it happens, uh, personally. So um hot take there. I, I agree. I think it is a hot take. I think it is an unpopular opinion. Uh, and I do uh, agree with I do not agree with Riv and the guys in the comments on TikTok with that as well. One last note on the Warriors Western Conference finals slash finals run, uh, I do want to address is that someone replied uh to Riv's tweet said Grizzlies have passed them up. Um, the Grizzlies are the team that I think are just below the Warriors right now. Like I think in my, I just mentioned the power rankings of teams and how they can win in the playoffs or who they can beat uh, against the Warriors. I currently have the Nuggets ahead of them. I currently have, The, who did I already say? The Clippers, obviously, with a fully healthy Kawhi and PG, which we're barely able to see that just yet. And I do think a fully healthy Nuggets team can beat the Warriors in a seven-game series right now. I would have the Grizzlies just below them because of the inexperience. I do think they're very good, and I do think they can put up a really good fight. But do I think they can win? Eh, That's a different story. We'll find out in a couple of months, hopefully. That would be an awesome series. Um, So shout-out to Riv for that uh, Warriors take. I want to make sure I'm not missing any that are similar in the comments of the TikToks. Let's see. All right, no, there are not, so I'm going to move on. So uh, the next NBA unpopular opinion or hot take I'm reacting to for you guys. Uh, actually, I did catch one. So in my Basketball Dynasty group chat, uh, shout out to Grayson Hill for uh, coming on the show many times and having his Thunder's opinions. Uh, Warriors missing the playoffs. Obviously, I think he's probably trolling, but it's an unpopular opinion, so I'm at least going to give him the airtime for that. Uh, a couple other ones here. Uh, Russell Westbrook is still a good player. Yeah, he's a really good player, and he – the play last year – like, guys are going to play bad, right? The play last year was what we saw, obviously, but that six-man role that Darvin Ham's really nourished in with him and, and tried to get him to buy into, and he has, and they've done really, really well with the second unit, albeit a very sparring second unit, a very weak second unit this year. Um, Russell Westbrook's been a leader of that defense uh, on the second unit and just being able to be a really, really good rotational player for the Lakers uh, as they've turned the season around from being – like two and 10 or whatever the heck it was. So I do think Russell Westbrook is still a good player. Uh, this one was definitely an unpopular opinion. Andrew Nembhard is the best rookie on the Pacers. Uh, maybe this month or this week, but uh, no, Benedict Matherin is the best rookie on the Pacers. Um, this is a nice hint, hand if you're listening or watching. Next week, we will be talking about the Pacers. They are awesome. Uh, another one here, Thunder with Chet, our playoff team. Um, I'm going to be really careful about how I break this one down. Because I said that going into the season, I think Chet can help them make the playoffs this year, assuming that they play like they have been, and Shea's been a monster, obviously averaging 30-plus as a guard, last guy to do that one MVP. So I think they are. I I do think that they make the play-in, which I'm going to be very careful in saying that. I think they make the play-in with Chet. Now, do I think he comes back in April? Probably not. But at this point, they already submitted all the – injured player exception, yada, yada, yada. They've already gotten all that stuff for Chet. So I do not think he comes back this year to completely, to be completely clear. I do think they take a step back eventually. Um, at this point, I think that Shea has some phantom heel injury, and right after the All-Star break, I wouldn't be surprised. And, oh, no, he missed three weeks. It's like, okay, we understand what's happening there, right? Uh, the Thunder uh, with Chet. a playoff team, I don't agree um, because I don't think they're doing it, but I do think if he was fully healthy, if we knew everything we knew, I would have to agree with at least the initial statement. But talking about it out loud, going through it, um, Thunder with with Chet right now, our playoff team, probably not just based on the circumstances. They probably want to still have a chance at one of those top uh, four prospects in whichever order you might have them, to be clear. Uh, The TikTok comments mentioned a couple of things about the nets uh i'm going to address all at one time because i do see one here in uh from the group chat as well from the basketball group chat the nets are the title favorites when healthy i'm still gonna have to disagree Uh, i do think that's uh, unpopular and i would disagree with it the nets are not a title favorite i think they're a title contender when fully healthy don't get me wrong i mean heck they might not even need They're top eight guys. They beat the Pacers the other night in Indiana with missing their top eight players. Yeah, that was a weird one. If you were watching on League Pass, you know you know. Um, The Nets are title favorites when healthy. I completely disagree. I mean, I think this Nets team is a first-round exit or a second-round exit at best. I just, unless Kevin Durant, uh, as he's playing right now, might single-handedly will them to these series wins, but I just think it's impossible. The team can't play any defense. So uh, the Nets are title favorites when healthy. I would respectfully disagree. Uh, the next point I wanted to go over, just to make sure I'm not repeating any of them, I'm double checking behind myself. Uh, someone in the TikTok comments by the name Clutch City Zero Durant solidified as not a leader in parentheses or in quotation marks, uh, not a leader. I I I think we kind of know that. Unfortunately, I think I agree with that. Uh, it's something we've seen over the last couple of years. I think Durant just has solidified himself as a guy that can be the number one player on a championship team, but is he a bona fide quote unquote locker room leader? No, I mean, the comments he makes about, and those were real comments, by the way, I still can't fathom that he did this, but, you know, talking about the Kessler Edwards, how am I supposed to win games when that's my get, you know guy with me on, on my team, and it's just, it's, it's unnecessary, right? That's not something you do as a leader, that's something you do as a guy that wants to get traded on in the third year of a contract, or on the, sorry, second year of a four-year contract, where you're trying to get out all offseason. So, I mean, granted, it was probably to get Steve Nash fired, and he succeeded, but, I just don't understand. I don't I, I don't understand the a- aspect of where Kevin Wright's coming from. Obviously, we're in a new phase of media where he can have his own opinion, podcasts, et cetera, et cetera. But I just don't I agree with you. I think Kevin Durant is not a solidified leader in the locker room. I've got two here for Kawhi Leonard. We're going to talk about those. First one is uh, Jimmy over Kawhi. Jimmy is in Jimmy Butler. Someone said Jimmy is greater than uh, Kawhi Leonard. This one's so tough because I know this one's going to get everyone flamed for whichever side you end up on. I'm going to carefully say I agree right now, even though I don't like both of them right now. So uh, I'm going to go with Jimmy Butler just because of sheer health and what they've been able to do. I don't care about Kawhi's buzzer beater against the dreadful Hornets, but Jimmy's Jimmy's playing better despite some injuries as well himself, but uh, at the end of the day, both teams are struggling. Both players are struggling this year, but I think in the last two years I'd have to give it to Jimmy as well because obviously Kawhi's not played so I think as we're currently because I was trying to keep it to current NBA and and how the seasons look I am going to give it to Jimmy Butler Uh, I do think Jimmy Butler right now is better than Kawhi this next one however is very very spicy Uh, the hottest of the NBA unpopular opinions in my opinion Kawhi is never going to even play even close to how he played before he got hurt this is the Kawhi that is here to stay Shout-out to Logan709 on TikTok. Wow. Um, That one's a lot to unpack here because, obviously, with injuries and the way we've seen guys play, a lot of people said this about Kevin Durant when he tore his Achilles in 2019, and now he's having the second-best statistical season of his NBA career post-Achilles, and he's basically the exception to the rule. No one's really ever had that success after an Achilles injury. So, carefully saying, I I do – I want to carefully say right now I agree. Um, however, if Kawhi leads the Clippers to a championship in the next two years, well, technically me and uh, Logan are both going to be wrong here. But until we see a, a, a consistent play from Kawhi and, ha- and how he can recover from that injury and the load management, I want to see him play more than four games in a 10-game span in a regular season. It just sucks. It's it, I just feel bad for the people that buy tickets to see the Clippers, whether at home or on the road when they come to places like Charlotte on the East coast for me or Atlanta or Washington. Like he doesn't play in those games half the time. It sucks. And I can't give that guy this like assumptive. He's going to be the guy he was before. Obviously he won a championship with the Raptors and and all that stuff, but I can't give Kawhi Leonard any kind of credit because he hasn't been on the floor. And some of that's been held. Some of that's been just load management of those injuries. So for what it's worth, I think right now, yeah, I can't give Kawhi Leonard that. I, I think for right now that is what we are seeing is, is the Kawhi Leonard of now versus what he could have been. So it's unfortunate. It is really, really sad to say. But uh, it is what it is, man. I, I It sucks. I, I love Kawhi to death and, and the type of player and prototype uh, that guys model their games after now with the draft. And, and it just sucks to see a guy like that not be healthy and not be on the floor. All right. Make sure I didn't miss anything. So i got a couple more. uh, Most of them from the TikTok comments. Shout out to TikTok for uh, all the help with this. But uh, let's see. The next one's going to be... Trey Young is a culture issue. That's obviously a joke. uh, Trolling a Hawks fan in the group chat. So I'm going to skip that one. Sorry, Josh. All right. I I actually replied to this guy. So this is going to be fun. Uh, This next one is... Jalen Brown is better than Devin Booker. And uh, I'm going to roll the sleeves up for this one because if you're new here, uh, you will not know how I feel about Devin Booker and how I think he's a top five player in the NBA at his absolute best right now in the season, which technically he will be because all of the first team all NBA podcasts and votes and stuff we've seen so far have had him on the first team all NBA because of his play with Chris Paul being gone and having Aiden in and out of the lineup. Um, I completely disagree whether Jalen Brown's playing like you know and he'll end up being a second or third team all NBA depending on how they do the stupid positions Jalen Brown should be a second team all NBA player this year he's played like it he deserves it whether Tatum's in and out of the lineup or not like whether Tatum's there whether Tatum's not he's playing like it he's playing like a top 15 player and it is what it is Jalen Brown's been unbelievable Um, but Devin Booker's been unbelievable as well. I truly believe that without Devin Booker on the Suns team that they lose 10 to 12 more games because obviously you have Chris Paul in and out of the lineup. You have Aiton. You have a pretty deep Suns team. I have to give them credit for that. But I can't just give them the the assumptiveness that you lose your best player on offense and you're going to be worse or better. Like, it's just you're going to be worse. It's obvious, right? Um, I'm going to always be more of a Devin Booker truther than anybody else probably other than maybe a handful of us on Twitter. But I just have to be transparent. Devin Booker is a top 15 player in the NBA, top 10 depending on the, the who's playing in and around him, but he's been an unbelievable player over the last couple of years, and I think we're just starting to see it. I think that finals run was really helpful for him, and now people are paying attention, and they're getting the national recognition that they should. Obviously, he was in that son's offense for plenty of years before they got Chris Ball and, and started to build a, a actual reputable team that nobody really thought was going to win a championship up until last year when they made the finals against the Bucs or two years ago now. So I, I do think Devin Booker's better than Jalen Brown I think it's closer than it used to be like Jalen Brown has his deficiencies sometimes but and so does Devin Booker right Devin Booker's not a stout defender by any stretch of the imagination Jalen Brown is but there are things that Jalen Brown on offense just cannot do that Devin Booker can and vice versa with the defense so uh, Devin Booker's a better player than Jalen Brown this year any year past year and that's okay Celtics fans you can attack me in the comments or on Twitter all right I've got three more First one is going to be, or last one that's actually really, truly serious, uh, but the first one is going to be the Rockets' rebuild will fail. And I'm going to really politely disagree. I I think that's really harsh. And, person I, and the person I, I, that said it, I know he believes it because, and I just don't understand that he's a Hawks fan, so why would he? I don't know. Maybe it's just we might have to talk to him and see what he thinks about why. But the Hawks— fan saying that the Rockets rebuild will fail it's just ironic to me when the Rockets have you know the third youngest lineup in the NBA and we don't even know what's happening in this year's draft they they're going to be the four worst teams like they're going to be one of those teams right that's going to give them an equal odd chance at Victor Wimbenyama. and that changes everything right Victor Wimbanyama even if he's not a quote fit on this team it doesn't matter he's not a fit player he's a great player Uh, who fit on any roster but like, Scoot Henderson's an unbelievable talent, and I think he fits on that Rockets team really, really well. The Thompson Twins, or whatever, right? Jairus uh, Walker, it doesn't matter. They're guys that are going to feel right into that Rockets role, and they're going to help them win pretty quickly, right? Like, or just help them out the gate, be more competitive. And they're competitive now, right? They beat some of the best teams in the NBA on the road the last couple of weeks here. They've had some really, really good stretches. Goon's starting to be unlocked a little bit more when they're allowing him to do more things in transition and in the post. Jalen Green's been consistently good, 20-plus a game. He, he made a point last year on Bill Simmons' podcast that he was going to be more of an assist guy, more uh, a guy that's going to try to move the ball better and be more efficient for his teammates. Obviously, Kevin Porter Jr.'s done that as their point guard, but Jalen Green has helped that offense be a lot more fluid and a lot more open. They got a random 30-point game from Josh Christopher, a guy that they picked in the late first round of, a, of a, you know two years ago's draft. There's guys all up and down. I haven't even mentioned Jabari Smith Jr., I have to politely degre- uh, disagree. This this team isn't good now, and that's why you can probably say that, but they're going to be, they're going to have a chance to fight, right? They're going to have a chance to build this team up. Ty Ty Washington has been unbelievable in the G League, right? I'm just naming guys off the top of my head for different things for different reasons. This Rockets team, whether you believe in the structure of it or not, they are a good team. Obviously, I think long term, Silas might not be the coach there, but there's a lot of things for this team that go right, and I love the Rockets community. I love Rockets Twitter. Shout out to uh, James Piercy uh, and Will, but there's just so many guys out there that this team could use, right, in the next draft, and, and it's okay. All those guys are going to fit, and they're going to have a pick anywhere in that range to pick whoever they want. This team's going to be fine, right? It's a, it's a rebuild. It's early. We can't just be like, oh, well, look, the Thunder did it, and the Thunder have been compiling draft picks for the last five years. Of course, they're going to all of a sudden have Jalen Williams and Chet Holmgren and Usman Jang and have that guy off the bench as a six-man immediately out the gate. Like, that's not normal. That's not rare. Or that's, that's rare, excuse me. That's not... You know, it ha- doesn't happen all the time. So to say that the Rockets rebuild is going to fail, I just I just don't completely – I completely disagree with that, unfortunately. But um, shout-out to Rockets Twitter. You guys are amazing. I am looking forward to seeing this Rockets team play in person in April against the Lakers. So um, I will give my thoughts, maybe even a vlog from there as well. So the last one that is, quote-unquote, NBA-related or serious. I have one more that someone dropped in the TikTok comments. NBA sucks, period. Same level as soccer. Now, we're going to break this down because this is a little confusing, right? NBA sucks, period. S-U-X sucks, by the way. Uh, okay, so this NBA sucks. Okay, unpopular opinion, great. It's the second most uh, popular sport in terms of viewership and in countries worldwide. Obviously, the NFL has the Americanized presence, but NBA is the second most popular sport worldwide in terms of country impact, I have over 30 countries of listeners, which is unbelievable to say. Thank you, all of you out there for the international audience. NBA is an international sport. They've done a really good job, especially David Stern. Rest in peace, David Stern. Prior to his uh, passing, whenever he was the former commissioner, he did everything he could to get the NBA globally, right? All the right things. Obviously, there were some things that didn't go right, but all of the right things happened for the NBA to expand globally, and Adam Silver carried that torch, right, with all the NBA Africa League stuff, their representation in China, Europe. All of the stuff, right? The international presence of the fact that last year Josh and I talked about this, that the top four, four of the top five MVP voters last year, or voting candidates, were all going to be international. That's just insane. That is a great place for the league to be, right? Like the, the little rookie sophomore, you know, world versus U.S. type again game that they do. The world would beat the U.S. by like 400. I, it is what it is. I don't, I don't make the rules. Um, NBA sucks, period. The same love as soccer part is the part I don't understand, so... Same level of soccer, I would take as this guy doesn't like soccer, and I just think you're awful to think that soccer's not at least fun once for every four years in the World Cup. Whenever teams completely rally around their country, they people who are casuals for three and a half years all of a sudden come out of the woodworks and are like, USA, 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 or whatever, right? Like look at Morocco for for example, right? Morocco's an unbelievable story in the World Cup. This is not a World Cup podcast. I want to be completely transparent with everyone. But Morocco is a story that people are rallying around that aren't even Moroccan. Soccer is an unbelievable sport, and so is the NBA. And I respectfully disagree with both of your opinions. The NBA is awesome, so is soccer, if that's how you meant it. Uh, if you want to, so depressed, 0 two one, If you want to let me know either on TikTok or on the comments below this, let me know what you mean in more detail. Please do so. All right. The actual last one, and then we'll get closed up here. Um, no idea how long I've been recording this new setup here. So I'm trying to figure out how to keep an eye on the clock, but the last comment, and I'll put a screenshot of it right here on the screen. Uh, but bro, that shirt burn it. Um, and you'll see right here on YouTube for the listeners, I'll tweet it out, um, with his comment, but bro, that shirt burn it. I was wearing a salmon pink polo, as you'll see right here. Um, sorry. I mean, I, my fiance said, actually, I asked her, I said, do you like the shirt? And, uh, she doesn't like it either. So I just happened to be wearing it. I wore it to work that day. I did the video asking for unpopular opinions and takes. Sorry, right. Fight me on that. But, uh, yeah, thank you guys for all of the comments over the last couple of days leading up to this got a really cool uh, couple of weeks coming up. Obviously, Christmas is very, very soon, so happy early Merry Christmas to everyone. NBA is going to have a lot of great games. I obviously love my family, but I plan on watching every minute of every NBA game on Christmas Day. Uh, Always has been a thing, always will be. I look forward to talking about that, especially on the Yesterday in the NBA series, and it'll get its own segment on the podcast. NBA Christmas is always a fun time. Why does the NFL have to compete with them? It's so dumb. It is what it is. Um, Next week, look forward to a really good conversation around the Indiana Pacers. We'll have a really cool first-time guest. Looking forward to talking with him. I'll leave who it is out. Until then, uh, don't forget to check out Trivia Showdown uh, last week. Caleb and Julian from OTC went head-to-head, and it was a lot of fun. Like I said, Caleb got the dub, but go find out how. It was a really, really cool way uh, he pulled it out. So uh, thank you for all the support again over the last couple of weeks uh, while I was out, as well as just on the last couple of episodes, the— insane amount of new people coming to the show in the last couple of weeks has been unbelievable thank you thank you thank you uh at two pointers on twitter you'll all see it right here at the bottom of the youtube channel, uh, as well as everything's linked below um at two pointers on twitter at the two pointers podcast on instagram and facebook and then youtube is at the two pointers podcast so thank you very much i appreciate everybody's support uh, this has been the two pointers podcast i am trevor everett and we will see you soon